Welcome to the Plug Boats Podcast. The podcast of electric boats and boating. Hi, I'm Jeff Butler, editor and publisher of PlugBoats.com, the international journal of electric boats. And today, we'll be talking with Mitch Lee, chief executive officer and co-founder of Arc Boats. He and his other co-founder, chief technical officer Ryan Cook, have built an ACE team, many of whom work with Ryan at SpaceX, and together they are building a high-power, high-performance electric water sports boat, the ARC-1. Let's find out more. Hi, Mitch. Before we get into it, and just for a bit of grounding, where is ARC Boats based? We're based out of Los Angeles. Um, I am currently working out of San Francisco. I've uh, My network comes from the Bay Area, Silicon Valley, uh, kind of the software companies. Some of our investors are big-time software investors. But the, the warehouse, the team, everything is based out of Los Angeles. So you're the CEO and your co-founder is? My co-founder, the CTO of the company is Ryan Cook. We met in college. We were both yep. mechanical engineers. We, we've stayed friends ever since. Okay. So then you both moved on to aerospace, uh, you to Boeing and Ryan to SpaceX? He and I overlapped at Boeing for just over a year. So I went on uh, from Boeing and took a detour through the software industry, Silicon Valley. Went through a couple of startups there um, while he was at SpaceX and then kind of stars aligned. I mean, we had talked as early as when we were back at Boeing, we were bouncing around ideas. The two of us really enjoy working together. We complement each other's skill sets. So we started talking again uh, as our as our careers advanced and as we had spent a while at, at our respective companies, like hey, what do we want to go do next? We've had some early success in our careers. What's maybe a bigger, more ambitious bet that we could go make? And that's kind of how we converged on electric boats. And what was it, or what is it, about electric boats that got you so excited? I really want to work on something that I can look back on later in life and feel proud of. And the and when you start searching around for what ideas meet that criteria, there's a lot of convergence on the environmental space. When you are working uh, to reduce carbon emissions, when you're working to protect the environment or generally save this planet from burning up, those ideas tend to be the ones that I personally gravitate towards of, I could feel good about this. Every boat that ARC produces uh, and, and removes or like has a consumer not buy a gas equivalent is great for the environment in terms of emissions it cuts down. It's great in terms of pollution into the water, like gas fills. It's great from noise pollution that it reduces. For us, it's a obviously an incredibly fun company and project and boat that, and boats that we're building. But it, it has this environmental uh, kicker on it that's like, this will make mean that the company we're building is something we will be proud of. Uh, that we will um, be glad to invest so much of our energy and time into. Now, there's building an electric boat and there's building an electric boat. Uh, you're not talking about a little dinghy to go out fishing for a couple of hours. The Arc One is a very powerful, high-speed electric boat that needs to stand up to the demands of water sports. Why that style of boat? Do you have a background in that area? I'm probably one of the few slalom skiers. That's... I don't know if that's a, a dying sport or just a niche sport, but that is something I'm personally passionate about. My parents both grew up water skiing and were 
uh, slalom skiing enthusiasts. They had us out on the water a ton when we were younger. Um, and it's still one of our favorite family activities. And is Ryan a water skier also? No, he, he's not. He doesn't necessarily have a background as a water sport enthusiast, but I bring a lot of that to the table. Um, what he has is a lot of relevant experience to the technology that you need to go build a boat like this. And he also has a passion for the environment uh, and for consumer products. He has that background at SpaceX building these large structures very quickly um, and, and making them strong and lightweight and, and doing it cost effectively. And it turns out a lot of those skills are directly transferable to boat building. And if you think about it, the whole of a boat, that is pretty similar to, you know, the nose of a rocket. I can't tell you the number of times we've been standing around the, a whiteboard and somebody on the team says, this is just like what we did with the rocket. And if you like boil this down, it's large structures that need to be lightweight, need to be strong, and need to be produced in bulk. So you've decided that it's going to be electric boats. You've decided that it's going to be a very powerful, high-speed electric boat. When did you actually get around to founding the company and beginning the design of the Arc One? That was at the start of this year. So um, basically, we, we raised a seed round in February. In April, we moved into a warehouse and hired a team. By June, we had a prototype and we're testing it out on the water in July. Uh, our team is headed out to a lake this upcoming week to um, do some skiing behind our prototype. We've already started work on our next boat, a true pre-production unit. And we're learning from each of these as, as we go and we plan to start delivering them, you know, rolling them off our production line uh, early next year. Wow, that is fast by any measure. How big is your team? On the order of 10 people. And I know many of them came from SpaceX. Was that a factor in being able to work so quickly? And I think the, the SpaceX mentality is very much, you can move fast, even at these big scales. You could get creative. You could rethink things from first principles. Their trajectory, their um, how, how quickly they've gone from nothing to a rocket, to a rocket that lands itself, to a rocket that costs one one hundredth the cost of rocket launches 10 years ago. That trajectory, I think, very much speaks to their ethos. And it's, I don't want to say we're copying SpaceX's culture. We're definitely not. But that mentality of you can move quickly with hardware is certainly something that we've internalized. All right. Well, you've all been working hard on it. So let's get to the boat. The first thing one notices about the Arc-1, other than it being an electric boat, but all boats on plug boats are electric, is that it has an aluminum hull. Is that something that is fairly common in water sport boats? Generally speaking, aluminum is not a material that's used at this boat class, at this like size of, of boat. The reason is to cut weight out of the hull, um, because you, you have these large batteries that are very heavy, and you need to basically compensate for how heavy those are. So the, the end result you want is a boat that weighs about the same as other water sport boats or is in the same ballpark, but has proportionally more of that weight dedicated to its battery pack. So for us, we said, okay, we want to build this lightweight hull. What, what's the right material choice for that? Now, 
there are pros and cons of every one of them. Carbon fiber happens to be a very lightweight, very strong material. We could absolutely make a lightweight hole from that, but it's expensive. The cost of iteration and development is so much higher. The tooling costs are higher. Fiberglass, same thing. But you set this tool once and you can't make small changes. Um, aluminum has this the benefit of being very friendly to work with, especially when you're going through these rapid iterations and design changes. It's lightweight and, and strong. Um, it has some other benefits from a performance perspective, but it's also just something that is easy to mass produce. You mentioned batteries and the ARC one has a huge energy storage capacity of 200 kilowatt hours. Tell us a bit about that. So we're working with a supplier that provides at the, at the module level, battery modules, which are like, you know, collections of battery cells. We do the, the pack enclosure. We get control over the packaging of these ginormous battery packs. We can integrate them into our whole. And how many enclosures, how many packs are integrated? Two. And they're laid up along the floor. And those battery packs provide the energy for what is another very impressive aspect of the ARC-1, the motor, which is 475 horsepower? Yes, that is peak power. So call it, you know, 350 kilowatts of at, at peak power. Continuous power will be lower than that. Still, that's a substantial motor, electric or fossil fuel. That's, that's massive. That's, uh, I mean, you can technically get a wake sport boat that has a bigger motor, but they are rare. And the motor is configured as an inboard or inboard outboard or? Inboard. A direct drive. It's a pretty popular configuration for water sports from like a waveforming perspective. And it's also just safer because that, uh, the propeller sitting like, you know, further back under the boat. The uh, downside to a direct drive is it usually means you have this giant internal combustion engine sitting in the middle of your boat, which is not ideal. The benefit of an electric boat is it's a much smaller packaging, so it just sits under our floor. Okay, well, we've covered the hull and the batteries and the motor. And now I guess the question that everyone wants to ask about an electric boat, especially a high power, high speed electric boat is how about the range? We're targeting a minimum of three to five hours of normal usage in a water sports environment. Uh, electric boat companies are using all sorts of different metrics to kind of estimate range. The problem is like with a car, you're either on the highway or you're on city streets. And those are kind of pretty bounded in terms of how fast you're moving. On a boat, you can go 40 miles an hour, or you could go five miles an hour. I think the more interesting one is usage that you get out of the boat. We think three to five hours, normal usage. You're pulling a skier for a while, then they drop and you go pick them up, go through some no wake zones. We feel pretty comfortable with that range. We think that that's a very reasonable thing for us to hit. Now, again, if you take your boat out and you floor it to top speed and you leave it at top speed the entire time, uh, you're not going to get three hours of range. Like you have the ability to drain the battery faster than that. We'll start getting some really compelling data once these boats are out in the wild and we see how people are using them and say, okay, like, you know, the average person is spending 20% of their time at five miles an hour. Well, that's basically free. Like the power draw on that is so low that right. it, it's not having a material impact on, on your range. 
Um, and, and we could get, we'll get better and better estimates of actual usage data. But for now, what we're estimating based on our own data and what we've seen from comparable companies is three to five hours of range. You bring up a good point. We always talk about range for electric boats, but that's mainly because it comes over from electric vehicles. And boats are used in a much different way. So really, usage is probably a more appropriate terminology. Electric cars come with a lot of range anxiety, and that makes sense. Uh, like, we need to make sure we can get to where we want to go. With electric boats, I think the equation flips. I have a lot of range anxiety on my gas boat because the fuel meter is super unreliable. Oh, you can say that again. I don't know if I've ever had one that actually works. I, exactly. And I can't tell you the number of times I've been stranded on a boat because we ran out of gas. That won't happen in an electric boat because you will get a very precise reading of how much energy you have left, of how, how far this boat can go. And we can tell you, look, you're out on a lake in the middle of the lake. I mean, this is a benefit of not being an ocean faring boat. Um, we're very much a freshwater boat right. these days. Is you're like, okay, just straight line it back to go five miles an hour and you will very easily be able to limp back home no matter what the situation is. I think that's another good point about electric boats, which is the immense software capabilities in terms of monitoring and, and other aspects. With the software background of you and some of your investors, what kinds of things can we look forward to seeing in the ARC-1? We definitely have software in our DNA. We will have a single touchscreen interface that we design, that we program, um, and uh, it, it will provide a seamless experience for, for interacting with this boat. I don't want to disclose some of the features that we have planned just yet, but what I'd say is because we are vertically integrated with our software and our hardware, because we own the software and the hardware, the functionality that we expect to enable as over, over time um, is a lot more compelling than, you know, hook your phone up to the Bluetooth speakers. Like we have over there updates built into this boat. Um, so we, we will update the software okay, yeah. after we've sent it to customers and it will continue to get upgrades. Right. Some of that might be performance improvements uh, after you've purchased the boat or better range estimations or something like skier profiles. Um, being able to say, hey, like this is Mitch and he is on a slalom ski and just hit a button and I get pulled out at the right speed for me. Um, that, that is the type of feature that we could enable, you know, over the air for you. And heaven forbid, but for repairs and things like that. We want to proactively reach out to you and say, Hey, there's a problem on your boat. Um, here's how to fix it. Or we're going to send somebody out to fix it. There's also some, uh, performance data that will allow us to improve your boat. That, that runtime profile of how much time is this boat spending at, at different speeds is, is helpful. Aside from the software capabilities, I would think there are other aspects of an electric boat that would be particularly good in a sport where you're towing somebody behind the boat. I mean, sure. you know, when I was growing up, and I, I don't mean to throw my parents under the bus here, but when I was growing up, I, I used to like hang on the back of the swim platform of our boat. And I think back and I'm like, the amount of fumes coming out of that boat that I was just ingesting was uh, probably not great for me. And there are just so many benefits 
to an electric boat across the board. If it's any consolation, I don't think your parents were the only ones that allowed that. And as you mentioned before, there's also the noise of a fossil fuel motor, especially for a powerful wakeboarding or towboat. 20 miles an hour and you're yelling at the person next to you to have a conversation. You can't hear the music you're playing or whatever else. Um, there's there's something to be said for a quiet boat that, that you can hold a conversation on. I couldn't agree more. So it's quiet, it's powerful, it's electric, it's designed by SpaceX engineers. How do I go about ordering an ARC-1? This ARC-1 is going to be something special, and there will not be many of them in the world. It's $300,000, and it is not meant for mass market audiences. It's meant for the people that just want, you know, the highest performing electric boat that you could get. The people that are like, hey, that first Roadster, that like that's something I wanted. Anyone that's interested can pre-order to get onto our wait list. And we want those early customers to have a phenomenal experience. We're going to invite them out to try out the boat, get a sense for what this looks like and feels like in person. And they also get, you know, inside information on the company, our development, all that fun stuff. So, And the down payment for the wait list is $1,000? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's not no money, but it's not $300,000 and it's fully refundable. If we sell out of ARC ones before getting to your spot on the wait list, you will absolutely have an opportunity for a full refund, or you could be, you know, first on the list for a future boat that we, we build. The ARC-1 is very much a limited edition boat, and it's, not, it's also not necessarily a dedicated wake sport boat. But the goal for the company is to use that as kind of uh, momentum as we build towards a more mass market model. It comes in at a lower price point, and it will have a very different design. Uh, but that boat, the next boat that we introduce, will very much be a dedicated water sport boat. At every point in our future, uh, we will have at least one boat in progress from now on. You've mentioned a few times that the ARC-1 is only the beginning for ARC boats. Before we go, can you just expand a bit on the company's goals and philosophy and what we can expect to see from you in the coming months and years? This electric industry is starting to take off and the faster it comes, the better for everyone. Our philosophy is we want to build a boat that gets people excited not because of its environmental impact, but because of its performance, because of its beauty, because of its software, because of its raw power. We're starting with the water sport market and that will keep us busy for a while. We have our hands full to really introduce a compelling boat that can compete with the existing boats out there and, and ramp up production so that we're producing at a volume that puts us um, as one of the major players. We are very set on being a large boat manufacturer. We, we do not want to end up in a category of, you know, we make 10 of these uh, boats and we're happy and like, it's a cool boat. It's kind of a concept boat. That's, that is not our goal as a company. Our goal as a company is to mass produce electric boats and pump these out into the market at a price point that's compelling, at a performance package that's compelling, with all the benefits you get of an electric boat to as quickly as possible transition the marine market to electric. Well, we're definitely with you on that, Mitch. And wish you every success for the ARC-1 and all of your boats and look forward to seeing them out on the water. Thanks for chatting with us. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Appreciate it. And thank you for listening to the Plug Boats podcast. 
I hope you've enjoyed our chat with Mitch Lee, CEO of Arc Boats, and finding out about their flagship Arc One electric water sports boat and future plans. I'm Jeff Butler, editor-publisher of Plug Boats, and I invite you to subscribe to the Plug Boats podcast or visit the plugboats.com website for all the latest news and information from all over the world about electric boats, electric motors, batteries, accessories, events, and everything electric boating. Music for the Plug Boats podcast is by bensound.com.